<laughs> Alright. I'm including this part, by yep. the way. Oh my god. Alright, so welcome back to another podcast. This is Kevin. Uh he is uh one of our hosts, and I imagine I am your other co-host. Alright, so we were uh no Kevin a few days ago I called me up. Well he sent me a message and he asked like, you know, um what what, what do you have any ideas for this week's podcast? And I was I was quite curious, you know, because like uh actually last week I wanted to bring this up. But uh, we had so many other things to talk with with our guest Hal. Um, the UFO sightings that the uh, the Pent- uh, Pentagon released, uh, you know, the the footage is it's quite interesting to see. Like the, the news, it wasn't that big of a, a deal with all this COVID nineteen. A lot of people were like, "Oh, okay, UFOs." And I thought, you know, it might be an interesting interesting topic to discuss this week because um, now that we have so much time in our in our lives, we can think about. Some events and quite possibilities with uh, you know existence of uh, UFOs, aliens, and you know just just interesting mystery stuff. And so you know that's that's what we're going to be doing today. So, how uh, didn't want to talk about no alien stuff? <laughs> no, 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 he didn't. That's why. Plus, I mean, I, I completely just forgot about it. I was gonna I was gonna mention it, but I was like, we already talked about so many other stuff. And with if I was to introduce the alien stuff, it would have been like three podcasts in one. <laughs> so no, it was actually um, shorter than the first one. It was actually yeah. One uh, because that's what I was attempting to do. That's why I cut out the last part. Yeah. So the Pentagon released like uh, UFO sightings. I think there were only three. Um, yeah. Well, the thing is. Um, is it definite proof of aliens? No, never. You know, always like conspiracy theories and, um, you know, the, the mystique around Area 51 in general. Like, does, you know, it's just people making up rumors or, or they're just making an interesting story for, for something they don't know about. And uh, just, you know, just because you don't know it, people often assume like, oh, it's aliens. Like, Oh, just because we don't know what that flying object is. Oh, it's aliens. Um, not a good, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Practice. Men- cognitive bias. Mentality. Um, that is true. I mean, as, as humans, I, that's the thing I was actually discussing with my dad. I was like, you know, just because there are flying objects that we can't identify, it doesn't mean they're necessarily or aliens. It could just literally be a helicopter or a plane that just hasn't been registered to the... Uh, there's that thing. Uh, I'm not really sure exactly what it's called. Because you see, obviously, all airlines have a certain connection to a certain uh, place. Uh, I, shit, I don't know what it's called. But the point is, like, if if someone doesn't know what it is, it's probably because it's there without authorization. Or it just, to our eyes, it just looks, it's, looks like it's weird. But if it actually is aliens, then... I guess we'll never know until we actually go and say hi, hello, you know? <laughs> There's many different, like, you know, things you can think about. Like, for example, if aliens are already here, you know, why don't we know that we're here? Maybe um, they're already among us. Maybe they're the ones who brought us technology in the first place. Um, you know, maybe they aren't here. And if they are observing us, why would they come and talk to us? You know, things like that. It's like sort of observing... Uh, Hello, monkeys. <laughs> Hello, monkeys. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that was an interesting thing. Is that the aliens are the ones who introduced the COVID nineteen to us? I, I read an article like Bro. that. That was so funny. Uh, well, it wasn't funny, but like it's an interesting perspective to think that they were giving us a chance to restart our lives as civilization. It, it is an interesting way. It's like, <laughs> but like 
the fact of what Kevin said just now, like uh, what you brought upon by saying maybe they're already living against with us and uh, amongst us, and maybe they're the ones who introduced these technologies. There was an interesting thing I read. There was this, actually this one book. I completely forgot. I'll go back to it on the uh, book recommendation section. But uh, where it was discussing these these rituals and these uh, ancient civilizations that existed um, before our uh, yeah, before we yeah. could That's perceive it. Think and they were supposedly more en enhanced and more like more advanced in terms of. Uh, I'm not sure if it's technology, but they were just more advanced in many many other ways that we haven't reached at this point. And there were these pillars that were being built. Actually, in um, I'm not sure which mountain it is, but I think it's in Africa. There's this mountain. No, it's in India. Damn it, it's in India. There's this mountain, and if you could look from the backside, there is this huge pillar. And when I say huge, I mean like it's the it's the depth of a sea. The human is like a little a little what? dot. Depth of the sea. Like nice. you know, the 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 height of of the pillar. That's how it was, and it's it's you can see very very cl clearly that it was built by man, or it was built by something, because there are these structures that are being built using those pillars, and it's just huge. It's literally impossible. It will take like decades for us to build it now, and so it's interesting interesting to see that these things exist from these uh, well, what do you call them? Like. Uh, archaeology all archaeologists went and found these kind of stuff and have it on books and stuff it's an interesting topic which uh which i was actually looking into i mean maybe those were introduced yeah, by like, ancient civilizations it's pretty unexplained as to how uh they were able to make that much uh, make make those kind of advancements with the technology they had at the time it doesn't seem possible uh, if we were to try and explain it, but somehow, uh, you know, it could be an explanation. Uh, it could be explained by uh, aliens or some sort of uh, higher power that, that came by and, you know, provided us with knowledge or technology. But at the same time, like uh, Occam's Razor, right? Um, the, is it Occam's Razor? Like the simplest uh, answer is most likely the the, the co correct one uh, and it's probably not aliens uh, if we were to be honest you know uh, but it's just the same thing as um, you know magic uh, the idea of magic magic is just unexplained science if you go back and you bring your phone or your gun or uh, I don't know like a projector or something or a laser uh, they think you're some kind of wizard or witch if you go back in time you know it's just uh unexplained and unknown and, and you just tend to think of it as um, something that's uh, you know something that's crazy or impossible even though you just don't understand what the underlying principles behind such a contraption or phenomenon is uh, it's a sort of a fallacy you know just because uh, just because you don't know what it is then it's instantly this like I don't remember what it's called some that's sort of logical fallacy well, kind of, um, yeah, but I think conspiracies are, are, are like, uh, like people sort of like linking things, maybe not, uh, well, they could be true, but, but you never know, right? I mean, uh, yeah, I think that's what makes them conspiracies, the fact that it can't be proven with, uh, factual evidence. I mean, that another thing that goes on to, um, these conspiracies is like, 
especially relating with aliens, is an interesting one that has been... Well, there's obviously the Bermuda Triangle, which is like this secret area where anything that enters it never leaves it. And we can't, uh, we really can't observe what's going on there. But, uh, I mean, at the same time, there are other people saying, well, that's because it's a sec secured area. Like, like Area 51, Bermuda Triangle is an area that the U.S. government is, uh, is doing some, some, uh, some stuff with it. And then there's other people who are saying there's Berm a huge sea monster in Bermuda Triangle. That's why everything is going I think Bermuda Triangle is just a coincidence, like. Honestly, it could opinion. be. I mean, th that's the thing with with these kind of unexplained uh, phenomenons. We just tend to make these assumptions, but we would really also we confirmation really bias, right? Yeah, confirmation so bias because, definitely. Because people are like, "Oh, it's the Bermuda Triangle," and then they're like, as soon as they see something like, "Oh my God, this ship like exploded in Bermuda Triangle," we don't know what happened. Like they're like, "Oh, this is obviously like an area that we don't know what to screw with," mm. but turns out like. The other week, like five ships made it past that area, no problem, and they just completely ignored that evidence because they just want the, you know, the cool story or the mm -hmm. mystique of yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. the Bermuda Triangle to exist. And another interesting observation that a lot of people have made is that the Pyramid of Giza. It's literally, uh, if if you look at the top of the Pyramid of Giza, it is pointing to the uh, the Orion. The three stars it's it's quite interesting because uh it's exactly the same shape it's aligned with it and a lot of people say this is that's the optimum area for aliens to to give information from uh, outer space and that's how they built their organization it's interesting like, no no it's really interesting to see no, these kind of like stuff this is, just like, this is just conspiracy and people lining up things that yeah. don't you know it's like correlation is not causation so it's like the amount of uh, butter a person consumes rises as the same as um, the as the rate of divorce decreases something like that you know like mr. Oldfield yeah, said yeah, but Oldfield like one, yeah. you know in reality it doesn't make any sense because there's no connection between the two yeah 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 true true I, mean, I guess like I, mean, I think one of the the main reasons some uh, conspiracies actually we tend to be like wait that actually kind of makes sense it's because like there if you think about it some explanations kind of makes sense but not necessarily through causation but just through correlation you know what i mean like we just think about it and we're like actually what if the u.s government is holding a site in bermuda triangle I mean, actually you could because it's happened elsewhere there's area 51 there's other places so like again goes back to confirmation bias it's possible that we actually think uh that conspiracy theories could change the way we think well it's more more of like uh I think people have uh, this, uh, I don't know, this enjoyment for, you know, mystery and, and those kind of stories and like uncovering these kind of things. So mm. it just plays into like the cognitive biases and everything. But honestly, um, some of these uh, some of these uh, conspiracies might as well be true. I don't know why this turned into a talk about conspiracies anyways. <laughs> like, for example, like the Freemasons. Uh, yeah, that's that's really like scary, like honestly. Um, especially when you know when I well, when I watch a couple of videos and stuff, but uh, you know I, I these days I just tend to ignore like the conspiracies because or like flat Earth. If you, if you think about it, like if the flat Earth conspiracy was real, like don't think about like the science, like because people can just make up random uh, random science that uh, sort of supports their point for no reason, like. 
oh uh, gravity doesn't exist so so what keeps us down oh the land is just accelerating 9.81 meters per second up that doesn't make any sense but like if you think about it their whole core argument is that um everybody uh, like all the scientists around the world governments everybody is lying to you so how likely in reality is that is that very likely mm, no i mean like considering the that... human rate like there's probably going to be like that 5% who doesn't conform no matter what so you're going to have at least you know like 5% of scientists who 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 say like oh um the the earth is flat if it actually is you know mm-hmm. there's going to be those people who actually go against the the oppression but we don't see that so yeah, it doesn't really yeah. make sense you know flat earth the uh, well, that actually made me think of uh, the Truman stuff. Show. Yeah. Uh, you know that film? Jim Carrey. Yeah, but why? How is that connected? No, because uh, like, you, what you said is everyone around the world. Oh, like lying, everybody, lying everybody knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you and don't. it was an interesting thing. Just for a TV show, they made this whole fake reality. Um, it could very well be true. I mean, the thing is, Kev, we have other people going out to the space and taking photos and stuff. But have we gone out into space? You know what I mean? Like the moment we as individuals yo, go and what, witness it. Yo, what are you? What? Are no, you, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm are just you saying. flat Earth? No, no of on, course dude. I'm not flat Earth. I'm not that dumb. The thing is, no, no offense you to flat to Earth. Question, but but question, question to you have to question, but question to a degree of uh, reasonable. Uh, question to a reasonable degree, like yeah, uh, maybe like. Questioning whether the Earth is flat or not. Uh, I mean, in some senses, it does make sense. Like, like through a, a sort of like philosoph- philosophical um, lens, because um, when you look at things through a philosoph through the philosophical lens, you you start to you know get into like, is everything real? Are we living in a simulation? You know. Is it just you who's who's the actual person living? Everything around you is just being simulated, you know. Um, if you look, um, if you look somewhere behind you, is there nothing there? You know, just because you can't see it, does it not exist when you when you don't see it? Different kind of things like that. And you can, it makes sense in that kind of lens. Well, I, that I, is... I have no idea. Maybe we'll go back to this another time. Yeah, but I don't know. It just doesn't seem to make sense to me. You know, like. Considering all all the things that that I've learned, all the things that I've questioned, that the Earth is somehow flat and everybody's lying to us, it just doesn't doesn't line up with my sense of you know logic or reasoning. Mm-hmm. Well, that I mean, completely makes sense. Uh, but going back to aliens, like I, I mean, an interesting way of looking at this is uh, Captain Marvel. Where the the I'm not sure what they're called, but those green peep things who can just uh, look like human beings. Uh, that's an interesting perspective, especially when we realize that that could very well be true. And we in a day and age where we can do cloning and we could do like uh, changing our the way our I face mean, cloning looks. is in. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I mean, well, it's been, things, right? to, uh, it's been done to. It's been done to rodents and. Uh, yeah, animals. yeah, but there's. But, there's... There's two, there's two things, right? There's a biological clone, and there's an there's an there's a instance clone, or that's what I like to call it, because it's a clone of an instance of a being. Mm-hmm. So 
basically that kind of clone is a copy of the position and momentum of every single part subatomic particle of a being and then recreating that such that you know it's in the same state when it comes out so you have two copies of the exact same thing but there are many problems with something like that for example you have the what is it the heisenberg's uncertainty principle mm-hmm. where you can't even tell just um where they you know just just sense. just by the state of quantum quant- uh, quantum states in general that you can't know exactly the momentum and position of time, a yeah. subatomic particle at the same time because as you get more sure about one thing you get more unsure about the other thing and that means if you can't you know determine the exact um determine the exact position, position and momentum of every single subatomic particle then you can't create an instance clone but mm. you can make a biological clone which is taking the dna of the subject and then basically you know creating a new creature that is born again which i don't know also has its uh, sort of problems because the cells already accelerated you know decay that kind of things so there there are still a lot of problems to go with cloning but yeah you know i don't know a lot of et- ethical issues as well like do we treat them as humans are they humans i assume mm. they are but like you know yeah 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 you know, i think that's where the issues, issues mainly come in especially when it attacks cultures and traditions but uh in the evolution of science it is quite a, an interesting and uh, fascinating thing but i mean like even if we did have aliens i assume it wouldn't be exposed to the public immediately of course some organizations or governments would probably keep it like in places such as area 51 and i'm not saying this as a conspiracy but it is what how uh countries and and uh governments work because if there's something that will ruin their their economy it's mass hysteria and when well already COVID 19 is messing up the economy all over the world and if you just come up and say there's aliens Uh, people are gonna go mad and just to prevent that they will have like these uh, facilities who just facilitate these aliens and see like do some modif just like test them and see what are these guys doing and they could have been doing that that's that's assuming that's assuming that the aliens are less intelligent than us yeah yeah exactly and what could have been going on what could have been going on is the governments are hiding the aliens because they don't want uh, so there, there's the whole thing about this conspiracy is that uh, the people are basically scared that the government are suddenly going to go like crazy and start oppressing people, you know, like dystopia, everything. So basically, they they're in control of all the organizations, all the power, technology, everything. So they're hiding all the alien stuff because you know the the alien stuff is pretty powerful, technology strong, you know, and then they can just basically like oppress the people and then become rules of the world, you know. That's sort of like the conspiracy theory and and the allure in it and such that if we know like we can do something against it, that's sort of the allure. But I don't know, you know, the, uh, conspiracy theorists are we can, we can talk about uh, whether aliens actually exist and mm-hmm. the answer is we haven't really found uh, aliens uh we have tried communicating like you know through the golden disc whatever sending sending signals and everything Actually, there yeah. are some well, like go back to that signal thing we uh i i saw yeah there are some some signals we've received but yeah. we don't know whether they're you know uh, aliens or whatever not explained um 
there's this thing called like the great filter which the idea is that either we're gonna encounter something uh something i don't know what it is whatever it is something is like a barrier to life that sort of filters everything out like kills the species um you know in the future or that we've already passed such a filter and those are the two possibilities i think like i don't know someone went through this like um uh, that it's mm, either we're the lucky ones who passed the great filter and mm -hmm. didn't end up dying you know killing ourselves off through the filter or we are about to approach that filter and mm -hmm. i think i don't remember who exactly but they talked about it which one was more likely and which one was like sort of better in terms of a, a case scenario for us so that's something interesting to think about that is that is definitely and uh, i mean i was just going to talk about the signals we received and stuff like uh and the thing is, I mean, going back to physics and all, it is an infinite uh, universe out there. And if if we it's are horrible. one one uh, being out of out of um, an infinite one species, one. yeah, one, one species, yeah, one species right. is there a possibility that there is much more than just us? And it doesn't even have to be. The thing about aliens is people m misunderstand this. It's not just. It doesn't have to be like two green things with two big eyes. An alien yeah, is just yeah, any yeah. living organism that is not identified by us. Like we are, is not from this earth. That's just oh, what no, an alien no, not is. Native, not native. Not to native the, to the not earth. Not native to the earth. Yeah. Well, it could just be like some microorganism. That's still an alien. Yeah, yeah it's still right. an alien. And, and <laughs> a lot of people misunderstand that when they're like, oh, aliens have been found. It's not like these big people will come in and say, I want your earth or nothing. It's not like that. It's just uh, an, an organized organism that isn't from uh, earth. And uh, I have seen a few, I follow this, uh, this page on Twitter and as well as on Instagram where they go on like uh, Mars rovers and uh, they, they find these new information. They find like, you know, those rovers go around and they get these samples and stuff. And there were a few samples that they took that had some traces of like, uh, I think it was, I'm not sure if it was amoeba or some kind of uh, cell organism, which, which is like needed for a basis of life, right? And it's I was possible like, that there there was uh, it's, it's possible, possible that there was uh, that early signs of life exactly. that developed on those planets, but they got killed off or something. That's another uh, interesting uh, conspiracy theory: is that Mars was like Earth a long time ago, and we all lived and we all did the same oh, thing, my. and then we killed each other. And they off. were the, and they were and no, and they were the aliens that provided us with the technology, but then they died. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's interesting. That's interesting. No, but they moved. Or, or they moved somewhere else because the planet was inhabitable. Inhabitable, Anyways. yeah. That's a, that's a thing. Oh, yeah, that's inhabitable Earth. That's a great segue to another thing I was thinking. See, there's this thing in NASA, Kepler's uh, mission. Kepler is basically this uh, this individual. Kepler who, syndrome? No? No, not the... I don't think it's a Kepler Wait, syndrome. Is, is Kepler's no, it's Kepler's a... Kepler syndrome. I'm not sure what yeah, that is. Mind. I should I'll check it out. It's, just, it's basically... Kepler's an, an individual Kepler who, syndrome, huh? Uh, Kepler is an individual who uh, basically wanted to find habitable Earths, and that was his program, that was his mission. So they've been sending ah, these yeah, yeah. signals out to uh, out to the whole of outside our galaxy, and they found a lot of uh, a lot of planets that are possibly habitable with similar criteria that the Earth follows. And they're like, well, if this is habitable, 
and it has all the key things it needs for us to live in it, the question that arises here is what if there are already existing organisms that are living on that planet? A part of part of what we need is existing organisms that live because there's stuff like uh, um, what is what is the there's there's a food I'm not really sure what it's called it's like a really really small moving thingy it's like a crab or no like like a prawn kind of thing a plankton I think that's what it's called a krill krill a krill oh, yes krill yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's uh, one of the most important things we it, it, you need in a in, let's say, let's say in the ocean for any organism to sustain in order for us to be able to uh, to uh, eat or to live with. And it's been said that it's possible that these the Earths and these not Earths that these planets could have them because they have similar uh, I don't know atmospheric yeah, pressure. Yeah. They have similar. Uh, structure and similar core. I don't know. I'm not exactly sure on what the specific details are, but um, I mean, just the thought about these stuff could is really interesting to see. And well, the more, yeah, yeah. So the most interesting part, like um, about this whole like communication or attempt to communicate with other species, there are big problems with it, um, namely time scale. Um, the relative length of a species' existence versus the existence of the universe itself. The universe is, uh, I, I would say, supposedly the whole time scale is infinite. Uh, a spe- the amount of time a species exists is limited. And then there's also the problem of like sending signals to places that are light years away, which will take... Um, you know a long time to get sent so the problem is like will we miss the window in which the species in that area actually still exists you know what i'm saying mm. so the the signal could be sent to a time when the species is already dead or doesn't exist yet and same thing with like receiving a signal you know even if they received the signal um there's no guarantee that we'd be alive to receive the signal or we already received them, it you know a long long time ago that it's it's just it's a case of no or or, or they sent or they were just like us and they sent us a signal but way back you know yeah yeah, yeah. something like that uh, and also also you said like Kepler like that reminded me of the Kessler syndrome which mm-hmm. is a very big problem which is like a bunch of dust flo- a um, bunch of dust and like small debris floating around around the Earth so the problem is here like it's forming a sort of like force field around the Earth such that it's just basically like a very fast traveling debris that rotates around the earth and basically if any rocket tries to leave it and you know the debris just like smashes into the the rocket it does a lot of damage so and then that creates you know more debris and then you know the debris keeps crashing into other debris and other satellites and everything eventually um, it will exponentially get worse and more difficult for us to leave the earth so that's another problem that I think uh, scientists are trying to address in regards to like space travel and all. Uh, you know, there was this Chinese movie that I watched. You know, I never watched uh, Chinese films, but I was on the airplane, and there was this very very oh, yeah, interesting it's... one. I'm not sure what it's called. Uh, it's, it's where it's where there's this uh, where they're moving away from from the Earth, and it's a film about that process. It's very very interesting. It's called The Wandering Earth. That's what it's called. So they're literally like, they're on these, uh, you know how in, I'm not sure if you watched Ninja Stellar, I'm still upset that you haven't. I'll come back to that about uh, recommended movies. But there's this film, The Wandering Earth, came out last year. 
is literally just these people building giant thrusters to move the planet out of the orbit of the sun to a new star system. Bruh. That's literally the thing. What? They're not moving planets, they're moving the planet. You can't do that. I, I don't know what the physics about it doesn't seem possible, but it was an interesting Dude, film. Where, where, where's, where's the energy gonna come from? <laughs> oh, no, no, there's actually a very good explanation to Earth, that. I'm not. The they've Earth done something have about it. Energy to supply that whole thing. Yeah, that's right, on, it's anyway, on Netflix, so, that one, that film. It's an interesting film. <laughs> There's also like uh, the Drake equation, which calculates uh, like I don't know the the probability of aliens existing and stuff. So it's like uh, the amount of inhabitable planets multiplied by blah 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 multiplied by blah blah blah. And essentially, you could uh, calculate the probability of aliens existing. Although I haven't explored much about the Drake equation, so that's mentioned in Big Bang Theory. Um, that's so, where yeah. I've heard that from. I was like, oh yeah, I've heard this somewhere. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, and then they used it, they used it to find uh, hot single women in their area. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of aliens. So guys, if you see that ad, make sure to click on it. It works. What are you talking about, dude? You no, know, the ad you get. Find women in your area. Oh my god. Oh yeah, no. That's just you, man. Anyway. <laughs> Um, okay, we'll we'll move on to the to the next segment, the physics thing. It's your turn. You do it this time. You okay. can start. So, uh, a realization, eh? I guess it really does link into the big brain segment. Yeah, the big brain segment. <laughs> I, I guess we've discussed it throughout right. the whole thing that we only know what we think we know right but there's so much out there that we haven't or we can't comprehend uh such as aliens existing and uh, them giving us information that we need the existence of potential i'm just gonna go up and say some random uh uh what is it some theories like the multiverse theory these kind of stuff like it's possible that it's out there and there's stuff beyond that that we just can't comprehend and that realization on that own that realization that there's always going to be a limitation to the to the amount of things that we can comprehend and understand it's kind of depressing that's true there's a human limit there is a human limit. well um i think like what i uh what you reminded me of was like um there are there's like i guess three or four segments of of knowledge i would say like one is what we know we know the second is what we don't know that we know the third is what we know we don't oh, know no. and the fourth is what we what that <laughs> what we don't know that we don't know yeah, yeah you know yeah. what i'm saying i've seen i've seen that i've seen that circle so, somewhere online i've seen it so um the, there's this philosophical question like whether we'll be able to even understand uh like so so let's say knowledge is limited right it's like it's like a progress bar right so assume assume that knowledge is limited it's a progress bar so um the question is like whether we can't complete the whole progress bar because of our biological limits because we are human because you know we're beings we're not omnipotent blah 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 and whether that 
rest of the progress bar can only be reached by ascending. Thus, maybe in the future we would, you know, go towards things like that by, you know, implanting our brain. Uh, I mean, uploading our our brain into like machinery, things like that, <laughs> becoming immortal. You know, uh, I don't know. It's just something interesting to think about in in the philosophical sense. You know. Yeah, 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 and definitely that's the realization that I tend to have is, like, you you just you just some people have this sense of wanting to know a lot more, just wanting to have so much knowledge, and soon you realize the more you learn, you realize the more you don't know, and after you realize that, you you'll just get, you know, you really it will just break you because. We have that need of wanting to be the best at everything. You know, that's a humane. It's a humane thing, and when we realize that that's not possible, it will break people. And you know, no, I, I mean that's that's that. What well, it's a but some kind of paradox. Can you Google it? Yeah, it's called the Dunning Kruger effect. Yeah, Dunning Kruger, Dunning Kruger paradox, Dunning Kruger effect, whatever. So basically, like um, noobs, um, they think they're great, right? So, um, they're like, "Wow, I know so much about this subject." You know, when you're in elementary school and all math is is like subtraction, addition, multiplication, division. You know, you think you're some like hot, you know, hot shot. You're like, "I can do all of this. Math is easy." You know, but you don't know like all of the intricacies that goes on later: differentiation, integration. Um, you know, three-dimensional calculus, like. Uh, you know, it just goes on, right? You don't yeah, know about yeah. all of that, but wait, somebody who knows more realizes how much they don't know. Yeah. So, like for example, as a physicist, I've learned many things, right? But I realize that there are still many questions, many things that I will either never find the answers to, or that I'm still far off. And so, you know, it's it's this like um, people who are. Novices tend to overestimate their abilities, and people who are experts tend to underestimate their abilities, which is um, which is good reasoning, uh, which is a good rule of thumb to follow um, uh, when talking about smart people. Because usually, smart people don't brag about themselves being smart, uh, and dumb people are usually the ones who brag about uh, being smart. Yeah. I mean, of course, there are some exceptions, but. In general, this is you know this is the case because the smart people actually understand that you know maybe they're not really that smart or maybe they're not really that especially there are other people who have done um, great things you know there but they tend to know like that there are many things that they don't know and that you know that they have limitations so I think I suppose that covers my side but it's not really a physics realization hmm. I guess. But I mean, unless you have another realization you... to to discuss. Um, well, I guess I can talk about uh, how the sun works. Ah, that's a good idea. So, uh, the sun undergoes. Uh, so, nuclear bombs undergo this process called fission energy, where basically you're smashing things into other things to, you know, to break things apart to create energy. But it turns out that. Um, you can create actually create more energy by combining things. Uh, so they call that fusion, and nuclear bombs use fission. But they actually have created um, a fusion bomb 
by using a nuke a fission bomb to power the fusion bomb but anyways uh that's uh some some complicated anyways um so how the sun works is it uh, fuses up like smaller elements like helium uh, hydrogen into you know heavier elements until well i'm not sure if, if the sun does this but usually stars fuse up to the heaviest element which is iron and then it stops right mm -hmm. but yeah. the thing is um based on our data it doesn't seem like the sun can undergo fusion um in the temperature that it currently is at and this doesn't make sense in the in the uh, lens of classical physics but when you take a look at it uh, through um uh, through quantum physics um, where um, basically a particle just has a probability of being somewhere so let's say this is the whole area that the particle can be there's a certain probability of it being here there's a certain probability of it being here 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 it's just probabilities and basically there's this large area where the particle supposed to um, inhabit you know and the thing is, to do fusion, you need to push two things together. Mm, not, you know, like smash something or break something apart. Just like push them two together so that they combine into one thing. Uh, you, need, you need them to be very close and that requires a lot of energy because, mm. you know, uh, they have a repelling force against one another and that takes a lot of energy to pose. So scientists are saying that uh, there isn't enough energy, you know, in the sun's temperature to oppose that repulsion. But it turns out because the way of quantum mechanics works and how all the, uh, how basically the particles are just uh, probabilities of being in certain locations, there's a small probability that these particles have already collided with one another. Mm. Um, so it's basically like uh, two circles. Let's say this is the the probability well this is a very simplified explanation but this is the area that one particle could be in this is the area that one particle could be in but the largest probability is in the middle right that's where they're most likely to be but as they get closer this is as far as the sun can push the two particles in but as you see there's there's this area in the middle where they sort of inter they sort of um uh, overlap each other even though the probability is very small there is a possibility that they're already in contact with one another and that sort of already causes the fusion to mm. occur even though it's not physically possible in the eyes of you know classical mechanics so i think that's something very cool uh, to think about uh, when you look at uh, the fusion of the sun or quantum mechanics in general uh, yeah it's 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 just a you know, no, me I attempting guess, to explain it, something. I guess it ties in with the limit of knowledge and to some extent, with us not being able to observe these kind of things uh, with our current uh, availability of technology or just, you know, general sense of... Yeah. Uh, the fact that it's already set, um, I don't know, that, yeah, that yeah, it's yeah. already set once you observe it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh yeah. No, no. Actually, I had another realization just quickly, uh, which is actually physics related this time. Uh, I mean, I actually kind of knew save this it. already, but you want to save, save it? it? Save it. Save it. Okay. Okay. Save, save it. Save it. Save it. it. For, for, for next save week. It. Save it. Oh, okay. All okay. Right. Um. So, 
song segment now. Um, have you listened to my songs or not? Yeah, I have. I have listened to both of them. Both of them? While I was in the toilet? Yeah, yeah I did. I mean, one of them, of you course, know, already the knew. Did you, did you listen to the anime? I one? did. I listened to the first one because I already knew that one. Uh, the second one, I didn't. So yeah. I, I, I listened to that. Okay, so oh, let's talk about the yeah. first one, which is Stranger in Moscow by Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson is one of my favorite artists uh, in the past. I don't know about now, but he's still a good artist regardless. Like, uh, He makes some really good music. And I think this is Stranger in Moscow is like one of those songs I just found recently. Um, you know, my, my old, like, the songs I used to listen to were like Billie Jean and, and uh, uh, was it, like Bad and... Uh, those kind of songs but i didn't really understand their lyrics i just thought they were like you know like vibe but you know stranger in moscow um i found it about a year ago i would say and i think it's my favorite michael jackson song i would have to say um not just because of like the instrumentation the melody that's all really good but even though there aren't that many unique lyrics i would say like the lyrics sort of like you know, I sort of understand the lyrics and sort of mm-hmm. what it's trying to say. And, you know, I kind of like connect with the lyrics because yeah. it's talking about like, you know, how when when you're alone or, or like you're lonely or, or whatever, you're sad. Um, it feels like you're a stranger in Moscow. And that's just basically like the whole idea. Like you're off in a foreign land where it's cold, you're alone, you know, it's freezing, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. It's just, the the you know michael jackson i think michael jackson's trying to like connect those two phenomenon and describe one as the other you know what i'm saying yeah 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 well, that, that so what definitely... do you think of the song no uh it was a classic i love the song i mean of course as a kid when listening to it i had no idea what the hell was happening or what he was talking about it was just like it was good it was nice yeah. it was just like you said it's good to like vibe with but like as we grow older we listen to these music and we're like you know there's a deeper meaning to all these things and um it, it make it's like much more applicable to our lives now than it was back then but yeah nothing's yeah. changed we're still listening but it's, to a, it. it's, it's a very good song i i still like the, the vibe like the oldies kind of vibe <laughs> yeah i think that's the kind of theme i uh, went with I today as well yeah, yeah you can go ahead with yours which both of them i have listened to <laughs> yeah uh of course i went with the first one i went was boney and rasputin of course it was a, as a kid <laughs> oh, i don't know what's up with that song it's so freaking oh good well so boney is actually like the way i was introduced to boney is uh, because I, i'm a catholic you see and boney is a christian uh, they're like they used to make all these songs about jesus and all these stuff so um, as a family every christmas you used to listen put it on a speaker we used to listen to their uh christmas songs and um I went on YouTube, I think in like 2006 or something. Back then, there was YouTube. Like, I was like, okay, let's just see. Like, I found it. I'm gonna find Bonium songs. Just listen, and then I found Rasputin, and I was like, damn, <laughs> that was just uh, vibing every single day. Um, I don't know what it means. Even now, I haven't listened to the lyrics because, like, to me, I don't want that. Is it talking about a, uh, uh, some 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 guy like rap? It was talking about Rasputin. He's talking about actual Rasputin, but it doesn't matter. Him as an individual is not the point. I like the song, okay? I don't want to relate it to anything. Uh, because, like... It was very cool, like, yeah, yeah. feeling. You know? I like it to be what it was. Like, the moment you change something, there's a, there's a certainty that that might affect 
whether you like it or not, right? Like if I listen to it and end up find, finding out that it was actually talking about Hitler, I'm like, I don't like Hitler. I don't like the song anymore, you know? <laughs> so I just wanted to remain the way oh, it was. Well, yeah. I see. Yeah. Anyway, you go over to your You're second like, I don't song. care about this dude. I don't want to ruin this song. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, so for the, for, for the second song, uh, I'm not even going to bother pronouncing the name. It's uh, is one of the OSTs from... Uh, Great Teacher Onizuka, which I think is a very good, um, very, very good um, anime, anime, which will be my recommendation for this week to, to sort of like cut time, make sure, you know, but it basically uh, talks about this guy. Um, he was a delinquent, but um, he turns out to be like one of the best teachers because the lessons he teaches his, uh, his students are like life lessons and, and they're very applicable. Like, for example, like, uh, you know, being honest with yourself or, uh, you know, um, I, I don't know. There's like many different lessons like uh, that, that he teaches are, I think, very important lessons. And it's very emotional TV series, uh, also filled with comedy. So I think you should watch it. And, and this, this OST just like fits so well with the theme because... Hmm. I don't, I um, it's it's it, it gives us like sort of like nos- nostalgia like you're chilling like uh, the sun's going down you know and you're just like sort of triumphant kind of feeling like it's it's the song that usually plays like after he teaches one of his students a lesson and he's just like this and then the students like oh you know <laughs> like it's that kind of thing it's it's um they say he's a teacher but it's more of like a greater role than that he sort of became a mentor to these students you know mm. teaching them about life and, and sort of fixing the problems that they had you know all right good i actually haven't watched this and anyway. you can go ahead with it. i'm gonna watch i'm gonna make sure this no this it's, it's very old it's it's very classic it's it's a it's um so i think one of one of one of like this guy was getting bullied like by a bunch of girls so he basically like you know fix the situation everything and then he made the girl like honest i suppose like mm-hmm. uh and then turns out the girl actually likes the guy and then you know it's some complicated stuff but there's a lot of comedy it's really it's really nice and and the, the lessons they, that he teaches are like absolutely okay. you know, top tier all right and anyway you your second one. i'll go on to my second one which is uh commonly known as uh, take on me by aha Take on me. I don't know. Like, I know the song has. Uh, yeah, you don't even have so meaning. But like, I don't know what it really means. I mean, I can tell. Like, it is like a, take a chance, kind of like take a chance on me. But like, um, the song on its own, it's like it's a vibing kind of song. You know, like I used to listen because like they used to put this song on uh, when we used to go to malls and like these shopping malls. They used to have like the songs as like the speakers on the on the top and i was like oh, bro no they never did man. really they, they put it in pim all the time here and um and i mean that's one of the ways like I, of course i knew the song way before then but like th- that just made me think about it again and i was like oh actually because i never you know the, there's those songs where you hear but you don't really know what they're called and the only way you resonate with them is just by the, the main beat and so like the only lyric, the only part of the song I knew was like, take on me, and then nothing else. Take, like, yeah, yeah, take, take on me. me. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
And then so like I used to go and so try to find the song and once you find them you're like oh so I used to listen to it because it's just good vibing stuff. But um honestly just like the song previous to this, I never really listened to its connotations. Like I usually do, but I, I never did because like I just like it for what it is and what it meant to me a long time ago. So Yeah. Go, cool. your TV show. My TV show, That's yes. Nice. Well actually, does it have to be a TV show or can it be a movie? I don't care, movie, TV show, whatever. Well, you know, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but one of my favorite movies of all time is Christopher Nolan's Interstellar, Batman. man. Interstellar. Oh. Not Batman. Batman's good. But Batman. Interstellar is like there's a different level. That film just that I, I think you could say after watching that film, it brought my my love for physics a bit higher. Of course, a lot of the stuff there was not really real, it was basically fiction. But like I would say 50, 40% of the, the movie was based on real real, real physics. Yeah, 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 it's a science fiction. No, it's, it's more than 50%. It's a majority. Yeah, it it's, is. Actually, like, the, the interesting thing is, because of the film, the physicist that was working with them, Kip Thorne, literally wrote a freaking book and found and like discovered a new area of physics that is used for these uh, interstellar travel and this kind of, it was really interesting to see i watched these documentaries on them uh even if you're not like a physics person or just don't like uh don't really know about about physics or stuff it's just a really good story that just you can emotionally attach to there's always this one scene where i always cry every time no matter how many times i watch the film there's always that one scene because you can relate to it that much and I think it's much better if you just watch it instead of me uh, explaining it. It's just, yeah, I don't care, I'm not sure if you've watched it before. I, I think I know um, you haven't. Only click on YouTube, my dude. Yeah. But you, like, the film, you so, have to watch it. That's, I know, I know say. it's good. But the thing that made me like physics more was Stein's Gate. Mm, Stein's Gate, oh my I god, yes! Kevin, no, but uh, you told me about that so show, good. bro. Oh my god. It's so good. It's about time travel and physics and, you know, multiple universes. There's a lot. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it at all. I'm not even going to say anything. Like, it's just super good. Like, you know, it's a big brain anime. They talk about time travel, you know, multiple universes. Uh, um, they talk about decrypting and, and, and sort of like, um, what what is the, the organization? CERN? Yeah. Yeah, CERN. And, and then they name time, it like CERN. Everything, like. It's very interesting. Um, I sort of prefer it because, well, I think Steins Gate is good, but I don't really like Steins Gate Zero, Zero. Yeah. Uh, which is sort of the prequel slash sequel or, or something like that. But no, but Steins Gate absolutely wonderful. And you know what's even uh, even more bomb movie than what you just said? Three Idiots Fam. Oh. Nah, you can't beat that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good movie yeah I, I guess that's it for for this uh for the segment movie recommendation. Uh, the next one i i don't know you you didn't do video games or books i i think we only have time for one uh up to you actually uh hmm this is actually pretty tough uh let's do video games actually because we did uh, books last week kev you here um okay yeah right yeah yeah of course i'm here no no because you kind of froze for me in the uh, seconds because you were just like oh i, I see yeah yeah anyway all right i was gonna say video games yeah um you can you can go ahead okay i'm gonna start 
Now, I'm not sure if a lot of people like this, but I'm kind of like generally used to FPSs. Um, I think Kevin knows where I'm going at. For the past few weeks, I've been back at CSGO. Is this a game where you can go back to and just play? Although it's really irritating sometimes because just there's just idiots and trolls and the game sometimes just makes you so angry. It's, uh, it it kind of occupies me. And it's, it's a pretty decent game because like it's something that you could play and get better at. And um, it's always just... It's nice to get back to. Just like Minecraft, like after a long time, you can go back to it. CS is a game you could definitely go back to. And, uh, after a long day. Yeah, yeah, after a long day, go back home and just shoot a bunch of fools, you know. It, it's it's nice. It's relaxing. Uh, and even if you're not good at the game, you can still enjoy it just as much, you know. So I think it's, it's a recommendation. <laughs> I think that's more of a, that's more of an experience on my side as opposed to your side. So you can't really <laughs> speak on my behalf you know what i'm doing sorry sorry about that yeah but you know what i meant you know what i meant yeah yeah um for me game recommendation i mean i've been playing cs with you and it's kind of fun but then also like not fun when you're bad but like yeah it's whatever um i don't know i'm for me i'm thinking of like like good story games oh I guess I can talk about all those good DS games that I used to play. Like, mm -hmm. oh, one of my favorite that I wish was okay. Pick, pick uh, one or two. Two. Just pick a number. Two, two. Okay, fine. So what? One. Um, I think the best Mario RPG, in my opinion, is Mario and Luigi Partners in Time. Mm. Oh, that was a good game. It deals with time, especially. Yeah, it's like part of part of the the whole. Uh, the whole theme package but um yeah i really love that game just like the fight mechanics in general the story i was really afraid of like the shrooms and and like the purple you know the alien dudes oh, oh it all fits so well into the theme like aliens and, and like time travel yeah but, yeah, yeah, yeah um yeah it, it was really good like and i was like as a kid when you play it like it really gives you like this sort of tension feeling and like you know they're actually evil and and you're it sort of makes you scared because you're like, oh no, are the shrooms coming? Whatever. Like, yeah, it's it's a pretty fun game, and then uh, it's it it also has a decent skill cap, like you know, to be able to perform the the special moves and everything. It's a pretty fun game and resource management and all that. So yeah, just like a really good RPG overall. And, and yeah, I think I th you guys I think will definitely enjoy game. that game. So will be other, I will talk game. about other DS games because that's I think the console that I played the most. But that's the one for today. Alright. Well then. Is that it for, for this? I guess that is podcast. pretty much it for today's podcast. Um, you know, I have to say it's, it has been a very, very fun journey to make these things. I don't know how we're going to do with these uh, this guest thing. If we're going to have it every, every other week or what's going to happen. But... We'll figure it out. Uh, when we figure it out, it'll be pretty awesome. And we really enjoyed having Halcyon last week. And uh, today was an interesting day as well. Again, I always love talking about these kind of stuff. It's um, it's good, especially it occupies you in times like these. keeps you active and uh, doesn't make your brain go like squishy or anything like that. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much what your I'm saying. Squishy, squishy. I mean, you know what I mean. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. You, you see what I mean? <laughs> uh, all Very right. Nice. Okay. Well, um, oh, yeah. that's the end of it for this week. Um, 
uh, yeah, just check out the, any of the links below for, for if you liked any of the content that, that we mentioned, uh, you yeah. know, check out our It's always in every channels. other podcast. Everything we mention uh, here is I always in the description. I post videos sometimes. Yeah. He posts gaming videos. Uh, you know, subscribe, like, comment, all that you know, regular stuff. And peace out. Yeah, all right, guys. Thank you very much. End it off here. Yeah, peace out. You guys.